Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to the D. Lloyd NBA podcast, where we talk about all the latest NBA news and rumors going around the league. The podcast is available both on iTunes as well as my YouTube channel at Deloitte NBA. Today is August 9th and we have a pretty good show to talk about here so definitely make sure you guys stay tuned throughout the entire show. We had a couple of big time signings that we want to talk about or at least big time for it being this late in free agency. The New York Knicks, they were able to make a move as well as the Lakers who had an interesting signing. We're also going to talk about the NBA schedule change and what this means for a couple of teams but the first signing we are going to talk about is with the New York Knicks they were able to agree to terms with Michael Beasley the former number two overall draft pick he will be signing with the New York Knicks on a veteran minimum contract 2.1 million dollars for one year now Michael Beasley coming off a pretty decent season in my opinion at least with the Milwaukee Bucks he averaged 9.4 points per game three and a half rebounds in just 16 minutes of action with the Milwaukee Bucks I really like the New York Knicks signing right here because Michael Beasley he could fit into that three role we all know Carmelo Anthony he may not be with the New York Knicks come the regular season I believe that the Knicks are going to have to trade him before the season begins which means Michael Beasley should expect to get quite a lot of playing time with the New York Knicks which is definitely good because the Knicks they're not trying to win they are not championship contenders this year whatsoever but they're able to have Michael Beasley who's at least somewhat competitive they can fill out that spot but for Michael Beasley this is also a good signing because yes you're not going to win a lot of games in New York but you get a ton of minutes which you're not going to get on a lot of other NBA teams which means if you have a very productive season with the Knicks this year you might be able to expect a higher payday next offseason when you're an unrestricted free agent. You can sign with any other team. So this is basically a big showcase year for Michael Beasley. He also fits into the scheme, not quite as gifted as Carmelo Anthony, but he has a similar style at times. He could play down low. He could shoot the rock every now and then. A pretty decent player, and I think he'll be able to fit in. And now the main question is, is he going to be able to stay out of trouble? You know trouble has played Michael Beasley throughout his entire career. So going to New York, we will see if he's still able to remain focused for the entire season. If so, as like I said, I think this is a brilliant move for both sides. And it's a very low-cost option. You know you're getting down there in salary cap at this point. And you're trying to get somebody who's productive for a cheap price. So I really like the move of Michael Beasley. And I'm excited to see what he does for the New York Knicks this season. Now, another signing we want to talk about here in this episode is the Los Angeles Lakers making a surprising signing. They end up bringing in Briante Weber on a partially guaranteed contract for one year. Now, the Lakers already have 14 contracts on their roster 
They have 15 if you count Vander Blue, who is also on a partially guaranteed contract, which means the final spot is more than likely going to come down between Briante Weber and Vander Blue. Vander Blue played with the Lakers this offseason during the summer league and looked very, very good. His chemistry with Kyle Kuzma was good as well, and he's a scorer who the Lakers are going to need. The Lakers don't really have a lot of three-point shooters on the roster. Vander Blue comes in, he's able to provide at least some sort of three-point shooting off of the bench if he's able to get some playing time with the Lakers. Now, we all know the 15th spot, not a ton of minutes are going to be available, but he's still a player who's pretty much earned his spot. I love when the Lakers signed Vander Blue to the partially guaranteed contract. I think he does earn a shot with the NBA roster, but then they bring in Briante Weber. Now, he plays point guard as opposed to shooting guard that Vander Blue plays, but they have completely different styles of game. Briante Weber is a defensive point guard. He can lock down just about any guy at that point guard position, which I also like, and the Lakers also need a defensive-minded player. The Lakers right now don't really have a ton of guys who are willing to have that grit and really willing to play defense. Lonzo Ball, a very flashy guy. He gets the job done. He's going to help out the Lakers in terms of being able to pass, being able to run the offense, and that leadership. But... He's not a defensive guy. Lonzo Ball struggled, especially in the summer league, staying in front of some of those point guards. And if he's struggling in the summer league with some of those point guards, we can only imagine what's going to happen when he starts guarding some of the top point guards in the Western Conference. We all know the Western Conference is steady. You have Russell Westbrook still there. Chris Paul's going to be tough to guard. Stephen Curry is there as well. So a very tough conference for point guards. And being able to stay in front of them is definitely going to be a challenge this this upcoming season. So bringing a guy like Briante Weber, he should be able to help out, especially when Lonzo Ball goes into those dull moments where he's a little tired, his body may be banged up, his first time playing a full 82-game season. This could also be a good move for the Lakers. They have shooting guards, but they don't have any three-point shooting guards. So that's where the benefit of Vander Blue comes in because he can flat-out score the ball. He looked really good in the summer league. He built that chemistry with the team already. So it's going to be interesting to see how this whole situation plays out. We'll learn more in training camp and then obviously in preseason, see who was the better fit. But those two are more than likely going to be vying to get that final spot on this Los Angeles Lakers roster. Now, the last bit of news that we're going to talk about on this quiet day is the NBA is restructuring their schedule. Now, they did move up the opening night from typically it's around the end of, no, um, end of October, early November. It is now going to be October 17th. Now, the reason that why they want to do this, they want to try to eliminate players resting. That was a huge talking point last season was a lot of players were taking nights off, especially on away games where those fans really wanted to come to the games and see some of their favorite players play. So here's some of the things that they actually changed in this year's scheduling. Now, they eliminated stretches of four games in five days and 18 games in 30 days. So that should give teams a little bit more of a rest, not playing as much games in a short period of time. They're also going to reduce some of the five games and seven nights that they had. Last year, that happened 90 times across the league, about three per team. This year is only going to happen 40 times across the league, and that's only going to be 1.3 times 
per team. So uh, not a lot of five games and seven nights. That is also going to help players in terms of resting where the coaches don't have to manually sit out a lot of the players. You just get some natural rest in between a couple of games. Now, road trips or single-game road trips, that has been brought down to just 17% of the schedule. That's going to help out as well. And then the distance of the road trips, over 2,000 miles, that has been reduced by 67%. So there's only 11 games on the entire schedule where a team is going to travel more than 2,000 miles for a road trip game in back-to-back. So that's definitely going to be good as well. The, the league definitely really trying to get rid of back-to-backs, and they don't want players resting. That is definitely going to be a focal point here. There's also going to be more weekend games. So before it was only 549 weekend games. Now we're going to have 568 weekend games. In the NBA, they tried to avoid this before due to the football scheduling, but now they're going to go ahead and try to get more weekend games as well. And they really do believe that this is going to help out the players in terms of getting rest and preventing injuries. Now, I think moving up the schedule was a good idea. For the NBA, two weeks might not sound like a big deal, but it does give you a little bit more flexibility when it comes to the scheduling. And hopefully, like I said, the players don't have to take a lot of games off. I think that is a huge reason why they want to do this. Um, It all comes down to money for the NBA. People want to pay to see some of the top players, especially in away games. But when you're paying to see some of these top guys who may only play in your city once a season and he's not going to play, that does hurt revenue at some point for the league. So that is a huge focus right there. We'll see how it plays out. It's the first time they've ever done this. I think it will benefit the league. I think it will benefit the players, and it's going to benefit the fans. So I do think this is a win-win. And on top of all that, we get NBA a little bit earlier, or at least we get regular season games a little bit earlier. So I'm a fan of it. I hope this ends up benefiting everybody. And I hope we have a more entertaining season. But that is pretty much everything I have here in today's podcast. Not another, not a big day, obviously. But we do have those two signings that I definitely want to talk about. Um, there should be some more stuff going on tomorrow that we'll definitely cover in tomorrow's podcast as well. But that is pretty much everything I have. As always, you guys can let me know how you feel about all the topics, either in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on iTunes. You guys can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at DeloydNBA. And you can go ahead and carry out that discussion there as well so i hope all you guys have a fantastic wednesday Uh, like i said you guys want to hit me up make sure you follow me on twitter make sure you follow me on youtube and you guys can contact me there i hope you guys have a wonderful wednesday and i will see you all tomorrow it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.